Okay. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Merge Medical Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jeff Brown. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Jeff Cole, and the founder of Vital Health, Dr. Brittany Busset. Vital Health is a champion for independent physician practices and equitable care, also promoting lifestyle and food as medicine. Welcome, Brittany, and tell us about Vital. Thanks, guys. So, yeah, basically, like you said, Vital Health was founded on the premise that uh, physicians who are happier and who are thriving in independent practice will have healthier patients. And so that became our mission statement, happy physicians, healthy patients, and how do we empower that relationship into the future? And how do you do that? Uh, what is your what is your platform, your, your software and pieces of that? So I think the main piece of that that we're utilizing um, right now would be our remote patient monitoring and chronic care management platform. And I really like to call it tech-enabled health coaching, where we pair your patients with a health coach who's certified and has a medical background. They are actively monitoring the vital signs on those patients. They're documenting all of these visits. They're keeping your practice in compliance uh, for everything Medicare-related. And they're also ensuring that these patients are are making progress in their health journey, that their chronic conditions are under better control, that we're managing the patients from a holistic standpoint, not just you know diet and exercise and weight loss, but also stress management, um, mental health disorders, et cetera. And those patients are developing this relationship with the coaches long-term. And the goal of that is to have these healthier patients and also to generate additional revenue for existing patient, physician practices. And what all specialties do you service and what services do you provide for those specialties? So main specialties that we are working with right now would be internal medicine, family medicine, uh, geriatrics type practices who have a large Medicare population. Um, but we also serve uh, neurology practices who are working with concussion patients on helping them um, heal their brain um, following concussions. We have a brain health specialist who works with that particular set of patients. Um, we also work with um, nephrology practices who have to monitor patients between dialysis visits and also to keep patients um, from going to dialysis. And we are actually able to work with many specialties. You know, we don't have any cardiology practices right now, but I know of a lot of them who do utilize our PMCCM in their practice. Um, and with my background in surgery, we're also looking at ways to incorporate um, more preoperative optimization as well as postoperative recovery services um, to help you know manage the throughput and increase the throughput for surgical practices and to ensure that patients are safely monitored for outpatient surgery. How many health coaches do you have and what's the model? How many patients can they can they manage? So um, we are able to onboard and staff health coaches uh, relatively quickly. They're a very available resource, I think, compared to physicians and even nurses, um, because we can train them in a matter of weeks and have them certified. Um, we will staff a health coach for every 150 patients that a practice is going to bring in. 
So we currently have a mixture of full-time and part-time coaches managing our patients. We have a, a panel of 10 coaches, but I'm hiring, you know, two more this month, at least possibly three by next month, four or five. So we're constantly growing and adding more coaches um, at the rate that the practice tells me that they want to onboard patients. So if a practice tells me, hey, I can onboard 300 to 400 patients this month, well, then I'm hiring three more coaches to support them. And one of the barriers that we had discussed earlier about uh, physicians starting their own practice would be choosing and purchasing an EMR. And I believe you've got mm -hmm. a really nice solution for that. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Of course. Yeah. So we are working to empower independent physician practices and, and the cost of maintaining a compliant EMR um, can be very high. So some of these legacy systems physician offices just can't afford them. So we have an EMR that costs $95 a month. Uh, it's been utilized in a variety of, you know, not only primary care practices, but also specialty practices, um, including like occupational health, uh, dermatology, uh, OBGYN, um, as well as obesity medicine. So many specialties are able to utilize our EHR. They start with what we call, you know, the MVP, most viable product. Um, that that is a service that many doctors are able to utilize. And then we make ourselves very flexible in addition to being affordable. So as you work with the EMR, the EMR can adapt to your use case rather than just simply being given an out-of-the-box solution as you'll find with many other EHR vendors, especially the less expensive ones. Like they'll say like, this is what it is. This is how it works tough, you know, so we try to be, we try to be flexible as a physician myself. I think that's really important. As you guys grow and, and scale, I'm sure you'll be able to, to report measurables such as uh, hospital admissions or readmissions. Are you at a point where you, you, you can, um, can report any of that or are you close? Um, I would say we're not really at a reportable point, but we have some amazing case studies with patients as far as patients being deprescribed medications, um, patients losing weight. I spoke to one of my coaches the other day who is able to um, coordinate a telehealth visit for her um, coaching client with the primary care doctor when that patient otherwise would have needed to go to the emergency department. Um, it was very difficult for the patient to go. Her husband has dementia and she's his primary caretaker. So the thought of bringing her husband to the ER and having him get overwhelmed and aggravated while she was trying to deal with this medical condition was extremely overwhelming to her. And we know these caretakers oftentimes can't take care of themselves for that reason. So she was able to coordinate a telehealth appointment for this person remotely. And they discovered through using the RPM equipment that she actually has undiagnosed hypertension. And she thought she was just dealing with headaches post-concussion. And it turns out, you know, she actually had this, this hypertension that was never noticed in the doctor's office that is brought on by these stressful situations. How many total patients do you guys have and how many practices and physicians total? So we have four practices. We have a, between 12 and 15 physicians um, utilizing our system right now. A lot of those started recently in the past couple of months. So they're in the process of onboarding their patients right now. Um, we're at, you know, between 400 and 500 patients. The number goes up every day. Our coaches have been very busy um, marketing to patients and inviting them into the platform. So we're definitely growing significantly. Plan to be at at least 3,000 patients by the end of the year, just with existing clients, not to mention any new clients who are going to come and join us. 
Excellent. I was noticing in one of your pitch decks that you, you mentioned that I think 90% of the U.S. $4 trillion in health expense is on chronic conditions. <laughs> and it does seem like the, the, the more touches you have on a patient, like you, you get through the health coaching program, you might be able to make effects on, uh, achieve effects on sleep mm -hmm. or smoking, diet, all of these things that um, hopefully you can make changes without medication. Is that, yeah. is that your goal? Yeah, I mean, that is the goal, I think, overall, even of lifestyle medicine. We know that there's eight modifiable behaviors that drive about 80% of all chronic diseases. And so we can truly make an impact by taking that holistic viewpoint um, and looking at the patient as an individual and prioritizing the um, things that are driving disease in those patients. So the goal is always to be able to, to better manage disease without medications and without the side effects that those medications um, put onto patients. I love the emphasis on the lifestyle and the, and the health coaches. I was listening to uh, a podcast with uh, Joe Rogan and he had a guest on his ways to better health or something like that. The guy was a pharmacist and they do more, a lot of stuff like you're doing with functional medicine, regenerative medicine. And he said, we should call health insurance sick insurance, because if you think about it, like my car insurance, it, it helps if I get in a wreck, but it doesn't change the oil. It doesn't change the tires. Our healthcare system is the same. Yeah, We should call it sick care medicine because, you know, you look back in medical school and I don't know if I've got a question or if this is just a statement, but like, we're really taught to take care of sick. Maybe the surgeons, you know, you, bones broken, you fix it, chance to cut, chance to cure. But for the, the people that are in the clinics, we really just, we're not even really taught how to make people healthy in the way we should be. So it's a refreshing thing to hear you say that. It sounds like that's a lot of what you're trying to do. And it's nice that these CPT codes exist now for us to do that, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's it's really an opportunity that many physicians are missing out on. For sure. Because they want, I mean, I don't know many physicians who went into medicine hoping just to keep sick people sick until they died. Medicine because we wanted to help heal people. And then we were taught and indoctrinated into the system that came about, you know, a couple hundred years ago where early farmer companies just saw an opportunity to peddle drugs to people. And like, Oh, well let's teach pharmacology instead of nutrition. Like that's the best way to train doctors. And so we didn't learn nutrition. We didn't, we didn't learn about exercise or stress management. So it's really important that we have this opportunity now. One thing that I struggled with in my clinic was um, compliance, you know, mm -hmm. because I mean, you tell basically every patient that walks through the door, you need to lose weight and um, they just don't. And right. so maybe you keep telling them, but it, you really get frustrated because it just, it never happens. And most of the patient's problems are due to the obesity or the comorbidities that come with it. How have the, the health and lifestyle coaches changed that in these practices you're in? Yeah. So I think, you know, what we see as doctors, as far as like non-compliance is very different than what patients see. So I often take the example of like, let's just go scrolling on Instagram because I'm going to try to figure out like, what is the best way to lose weight? And suddenly I'm being bombarded with information and it looks like it's going to take me you know, all day, like I'm going to have to wake up at 4am, I'm going to have to go to the gym for three hours, I'm going to have to eat this, I'm going to have to drink this, I'm going to have to take these supplements. And patients are very easily overwhelmed by that. 
they don't see the small steps that add up to better health. So when they see you as a doctor, and then they're not going to see you again for six months to a year mm -hmm. from that time of that last visit, a lot of life happened in between there. So just like those of us make a new year's resolution, like I'm going to lose this 10 pounds and then my dog dies. Like, okay, now I'm not going for walks. I'm grieving the dog. I'm filling that hole with ice cream. All of those things, you know, are going to affect my ability to stay compliant with my goal that I set for myself of losing 10 pounds. This is oftentimes, you know, something that's very, you know, underlying with our patients as far as trauma and adverse childhood events. So when you think you're telling them something relatively simple, like lose 20 to 30 pounds, you're actually dealing with a very complex environment and ecosystem of that patient, which is not just that simple. So having these regular touch points with a health coach for what we call vitality between visits, mm -hmm. right? Like that's putting your health in front of you every single day, your blood pressure in front of you every single day, your blood glucose in front of you every single day, not just when you get your hemoglobin A1C, not just when you get your blood pressure checked by the physician's office. So mm. you know what these effects are on your body, on your mind and your health. And you have the support of an individual who's rooting for you, who wants you to succeed. And that person believes in you. I think that as Americans, we just we have very low self-worth. We don't believe in ourselves. We're like, I, why should anyone else care about me losing weight? So, the, health, the health coaches meet once a month with them? They meet at least twice a month. Oh, their... really? Mm -hmm. So what's yeah. the adage? A, a metric measured is a me metric changed, right? You got to measure these things and objectively. Sounds like that's what you're doing. I didn't realize that. That's great. So you're yeah. getting you're getting a healthcare coach visit at least twice a month. They'll mm -hmm. see your blood sugar, your weight, your blood pressure, your heart rate, all of those things. Yeah. And they see those metrics every day. So it's in so, their face. Yeah. So if, if they see a metric like say your blood pressure is trending up or even like it's suddenly, you know, 180 over a hundred one day, like mm -hmm. you're going to get a call from that health coach and they're going to be like, Hey, what's up? Like, are you having any symptoms? What's going on? You know? Oh no, I just took it after I drank four cups of coffee. Oh, okay. We can all calm down now, <laughs> you know, like, but there are things that, that happened. And so that some of our patients hear from their health coach a lot more than twice a month. And Brittany, one more point to this, uh, maybe belong in the deep dive, but we didn't talk about it from just a logistical standpoint, all of those monitors, is that work with any sort of interface, the Apple watch, Google watch, whatever, or is that something that's provided by Vitel or is it interchangeable and just kind of a hodgepodge of products and services, the Wi-Fi scale, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. So currently we have um, contracted with one suite of products. Um, I think we did talk about it in the deep dive as well, but we can get more into that. It's, it's a cellular hub. So it's really simple for patients to use. Um, what we love about our platform though, is that this, this is an incredible service. It's also device agnostic. So most of what we call APIs, which are the endpoints that technology uses to talk to other technology, most of those APIs are, are open and available for anyone to use. So we can use like CGMs like Libra and Dexcom. Um, mm -hmm. It's just a matter of plugging the endpoints into our proprietary platform. So What's the name of the company that you're working with on that? Um, so the, the hardware, the actual devices mm -hmm. come from a company called Tenovi. Tenovi. Okay. I'm not familiar. I know there's some competitors and we didn't talk about that at all in the deep dive with you, but do you have competitors? 
Oh yeah. Um, like I think it's kind of funny because we talk to investors or anyone, they say, Oh, RPM, RPM, that's saturated. It's commoditized, you know, all of those things that that we think about as being negative in like a, a physician and healthcare services industry. And I said, that's why I'm really keen on calling it tech enabled health coaching instead, because what we're doing is so different mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, reducing the churn or the turnover of patients within our program. Like I think we've had 10 patients leave our program from the time mm -hmm. of inception, like mm -hmm. about 20 months ago. And it's mostly because they moved and they asked us, can you call my new doctor's office and tell them about your program so that I can keep working with my health coach? Yeah, that's awesome. Love that. that relationship really boosts the longevity of the program. So Brittany, you guys are currently doing a raise. Can you, can you give a, a little color around that? Yeah. So for the very basics, it's, it's a seed plus, um, so we're not quite at series a level right now. We, we have a revenue generation as we talked about, um, we generate about 50 grand more per month. That number is growing month over month, um, with our current clients. So we're trying to get to a higher level where we can get to a 5.5 million annual recurring by the end of the year. And that's when we're looking to raise a more substantial amount. So we're raising uh, 1.5 million right now on a safe note, uh, looking at about a 15 million valuation for our company. But this has just been a fascinating conversation with you, Brittany. I, I've, Jeff and I were talking the other day. So many of us feel like medicine is broken, you know. And talking with someone like you gives me hope that there's a fix for it. It really does. You, you know, I want to tell all the listeners that, uh, you know, so many of us are depressed with the way medicine is, but there's bright people like you that are going to, we're going to fix it. We're going to use technology and our, our minds to make things better for the patients and ourselves. I ask everyone that, that, uh, we have on the podcast do a couple of things. One, they, they need to improve the lives of patients, number one, their products or their services, and they need to help physicians do their jobs. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing is that they at least have to have the potential to enrich our lives financially as physicians and members of the Merge Medical. And Vitel certainly checks all the boxes. And if I can summarize one last time, Vitel offers a turnkey suite of products and services to promote physician independent practices while also increasing revenue of those practices also using remote patient monitoring uh, to improve health and wellness of the patients. Yeah. Brittany, I want to thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Dr. Jeff Brown, with my co-host, Dr. Jeff Cole. This is the Merge Medical Podcast.